Hey girl, welcome to the Get Your Guide Coaching Podcast. My name is Anwar White, but you can just call me your own personal dating and relationship coach. Each week, you'll hear actionable advice, tips, and strategies that you can implement in your own love life. I'm talking about healing your heart, dating effectively, and understanding men so that you can, you guessed it, get your guide. Are you ready to level up your love life? All right, let's go. Hello, my loves. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a very special guest who I am so excited to talk about. And I know I say that almost every week, but I am actually really excited to talk to this girl over here. Now, her name is Veroni Anderson, and she is the pussy power goddess. Veroni, thank you so much for being here on the Get Your Guy podcast. Why don't you let the beautiful listeners out there know exactly what you do and why you are the pussy power goddess? So as you said before, I am Veroni Anderson. Uh, So what I do is that I empower women to unleash their inner sex goddess, but I use pussy power practice to help them to unleash it and have a close connection with their pussy um, and their body, you know, so that they could feel like they're a woman. Yeah. So just FYI, we're going to be using pussy a lot in this episode. So if you can't handle it, you should probably turn it off. Now, before we go any further, talk to me about why you use the word pussy versus vagina or any other names. Um, Because pussy, I think, is universal, right? I know a lot of people are using yoni which is a a Sanskrit word. I am not Sanskrit. I think that is just such a, it's a gentle and a beautiful word, right? And definitely vagina is not the right word for the whole genitalia because the vagina is just that, the inner panel that's, you know, between the the outside and the cervix. So vagina just doesn't describe the word. So pussy is just, there is just something about it. It just passionate and energetic and it's just nasty yes nasty girl and every time people hear the word pussy they either laugh like they're an idiot right or just they blush or something so there is this power in the word of pussy and I just love the word so I'm proud to use it it's what I have um it's what you have as a woman so just embrace it Yes, I love that so much. Now, it's such an interesting, I guess, niche or business to be in. And you don't really hear a lot about people really empowering women to embody the power of their pussies. So talk to me about your journey in terms of how you got to this business and how you started to conjure and hold all of the pussy power that you have. My journey started... I'm going to call it a transformative breakup now. Um, before okay. I used to call it soul crushing, but I'm not calling it that anymore because, you know, because it changed my life, who I am. So it transformed me yeah. um, into this woman, this powerful, um, pussy power woman that I am today. So um, after that breakup, that breakup did um, something to me. And so I decided that I wasn't going to jump into another relationship. I wasn't going to jump into another sexual relationship. I wasn't going to mix my energy with anybody else. So I decided to go on a healing journey. And on that healing journey, I started to learn about woman wisdom, you know, the moon cycle, um, vaginal steaming, um, just all different healing modalities, um, theater healing. So that's what lead me into developing this relationship with my pussy. And so just really quickly, what were some of those modalities that you were talking about? Which ones were most helpful for you? I did the vaginal healing. And what does that look like? Because I I know my listeners out there are like, 
what is that? <laughs> is that, you know, I look at my vagina like on a daily basis, right? Mm. And then I did womb healing. So the womb healing one was where, was where it kind of get a little bit emotional, I would say, you know, or when you have mm. to face your past with all your sexual partners. So the yeah. womb healing one is when I kind of sit down and I was like, oh my God, let me look at all the lovers that I have had in my life. And yeah. so when I look at all the lovers that I have in my life, I wanted to kind of like cleanse my womb, kind of like cleanse my vagina. So I did this thing where I kind of cut cord, like I kind of release their energy. Cutting cord is like releasing their energy from your body, right? So I'm saying goodbye to those past lovers, right? Because yeah. I wanted to have this fresh start. So I actually, you know, release them, release all the partner, release them with love, right? And thank them for what they, they did, the relationships that we have, the energy that we exchange. And then... I, I guess afterwards, I wrote a letter to my pussy and said, you know, forgive me, forgive me, because some of the relationship that I go into, I know they weren't healthy for me, because you know, your pussy know, because sometimes you have sex, and you don't have an orgasm, there was no moisture, there was no wetness, because you're not connected with the person, but you did mm. it maybe because the person, um, you know, was like, you know, I want it, and you may be in a compromising position, so you did. And sometimes when, when I had sex, I kind of disconnect from my body where I don't really look at those partners. I close my eyes and I have sex with them. And then afterwards I get up and I'll be like, oh, let's take a shower. And I kind of wash that person, that memory off. It's like, yeah, you disconnect from your body. So I had to apologize to her. I apologized to my pussy and, you know, I said, I'm sorry, I will never put you into that position again. I will make sure that me, you and my heart, like all of us are one. Like I would not treat you as a separate entity. I would not treat you as a different part of my yeah. body. Like we have to be in connection and in, 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 in sync. So that was really very powerful for me, right? So I came to grip with all my sexual history, right? And I look it in the face. <laughs> I got my lesson that I was supposed to get from it. And I move, I move on. Yeah. So there is no shame when it comes to my sexual history. It's gone because I'm not hiding anything. It's all in the open. And I talked about it like many times because what's happening out here is that man will try to shame you. And you know, I'm like, motherfucker, I fuck you too. Both of us fuck each other. So you yeah. don't have anything over me. And <laughs> you just don't you just don't have anything over me. So I just just came to grips in terms of just I just do what I want to do. I have sex with who I choose, but the person who respects me and who loves me. Right. Yeah. And I understand yeah. that when we're having sex, it's not I'm not giving you my body. You're not giving me your body. We're coming together. This Share beautiful experience, a connection between both of us. And if we decided to break up afterwards, so be it. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. It's interesting I, when I'm talking to a lot of my clients, oftentimes their language is about letting people in when really the experience is sharing what you have like externally with another person. So I'm so glad that you were like mentioning it in that way. And I think it's important for our listeners out there to really think about that. This isn't like someone coming in and taking something from you, like yeah. a thief or a burglar, right? You being the home. That's not what this is at all. This is about sharing your excellence, your brilliance, your pussy, your sexual energy, all of that. I love it. Um, you talked a little bit about shame and it's interesting. I think in the Black community, even the communities of color, that there's so much sexual shame out there, right? What do you think is going on? Like, what's bringing on a lot of that shame in, in our communities? Um, religion. <laughs> you know, Black people, we love our church. Well, uh, we do. I, I grew up in it since I was 15. Did you grow up in the church as well? 
God, yes. Um, Jamaica, where I'm from, we have more church per capita than any other place in the whole wide world. It's like we're in a Guinness Book of Record. So, of course, religion was used to make people submissive, right? Mm. And, of course, they use that religion to submiss, um, make women submissive, too. Of course, we're just there to have babies. So sex was um, whatever, just to have babies, a woman. Right. So, of course, you know, we're shamed. We're shamed with we're shamed with that. And then, of course, you know, the Bible again, where you have to, you know, have your husband to, to, to have sex and just everything is just evil. And you just you're just wrong. Whatever we do as women, we're just wrong. Yeah. Right. So just all of that. And the fact if you have sex with more than one man, you're just a whore or your, your reputation is just disruptive. And then women too, women and women, right? They call you a whore or a bitch or, or, or whatever. Right. You know, so it's just the shame just surrounded. So people just they hide it, right? So they hide sex. They either do it in the corner in the darkness and they don't know that sex is the foundation of who you are. You were born from sexual energy. Yeah. So sexual energy is you. You're a sexual being, Right. So whatever you do in the corner with sex, you're hiding something in your life is hiding. So sex touch every part of your life. Sex is not separate from who you are. You are um, sex because you're a sexual being just like how you're a spiritual being. Yeah, I love that so much. Now, obviously, I think we have, if you've grown up in the church or in Black communities, there's some shame associated with sex. Um, what? did you do to get over that shame? Like, what are the things that you would coach even the listeners out there today on in terms of how to get over whatever shame they're having around sex? And I'm asking this because when you, whether you're single or not, you have to know your entire self, right? And if you want to be successful in this love relationship and sex game, you have to let go of all the shame so that you can show up authentically and genuinely in your own life. So how can one kind of get over that shame? Um, well, they have to have this urge to want to do something different, to try something different. So the first decision is on them. And when they come to me, right, is they know that there is a longing there, right? Yes. So there is this yearning inside of them that there has to be something more, right? And they want to change, right? They don't want to suppress themselves anymore. They don't want to suppress their sexuality anymore, right? Yeah. So they want to like combine everything of who they are. So pussy power is about just woman empowerment like being the woman that you were meant to be right and it's not about you just being a good girl or a bad girl it's about you just being you because just like how there is good there is evil there is good girl and there is bad girl right yeah. so there's a balance with everything so first of all um definitely you have to start with relationship with yourself right so masturbation that's one of the things that i push you have to do masturbation self-love body love solo sex whatever you call it right <laughs> talk to me about what masturbation does for you oh my god just so many things um, <laughs> right first you you learn to make love to yourself right mm. you learn to like know your body and just accept your body right it's empowering right so it's kind of good to know that you don't have to depend on somebody else for your orgasm. Yes. Right. So when you know that you don't have to depend on somebody else, 
it is just empowering within within itself. So just like how they're teaching people like, oh my God, you should be independent. You shouldn't depend on a man to do um, this for you or to give you money. Or you shouldn't depend on, on a person to go out there and, you know, to get a house for you or to whatever. You got to be independent. How come we're not teaching people to be independent when it comes to sex? Right. Like you shouldn't wait on somebody to pleasure you. I'm not saying somebody come in and pleasure you. It's better. Right. Uh, I wouldn't say better, but it kind of accentuate. It just make it yeah. richer. It's richer. Right. Mm-hmm. More so, energy for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's two person together. So it's, it's, it's nicer. So it's richer. So I don't know how they're not teaching people that. Right. Instead of teaching people that, oh, if you touch yourself, it's a sin. I just don't get that. How could touching your own body be a sin? Right. <laughs> I, 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 and I come up with something else. Like how could touching your own body be a sin? Your sexual urge, right? Remember that you were created from sex. You're going to have sexual urges. Yeah. Right? And if you're not in a relationship, right? And if you don't want to be in a relationship. So, for instance, me, when I was healing, I didn't want to bring somebody else's energy into this mess, right? After a time when I was healing from my breakup, when my heart wasn't, you know, as hurt as it was, because a period of time when I was going through the heartbreak, I couldn't feel. Like, I, mm, I, like, I was not. Yeah, right? I was numb. So when you have a heartbreak, your heart and your pussy, there is this magnetic field that runs between it. Mm-hmm. So when your heartbreak, when you have a heartbreak, it kind of break that. Mm. Right. So I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling uh, my pussy. But after a time, when I was doing all the healing work, when I was coming back together, when I was coming back into alignment with my vagina and my body and my heart was coming back to alignment because I'm loving myself, right? I'm healing and I'm working on who I was. Then I start to feel it. <laughs> I feel it. I start to, it, it jumped. My, my pussy started to jump and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm alive here, right? And yeah. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, what's, what's going on here? This, this thing, I've been jumping a while. I'm feeling it. They have some light. It's and alive. <laughs> go into a relationship as yet, right? I, I didn't want to. I kind of was kind of enjoying this, this healing and this everything that I was doing. So I, I masturbate, right? I masturbate. But the thing about me, and I'm not saying I do this all the time. When I do masturbation, it's a whole thing for me. It's a whole. It's a ceremony. It's a process. It's a whole, it's a whole yeah. like whatever it's just so fulfilling like afterwards and i'm in my bed and i'm rubbing my leg together i'm like oh my God, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> i get it girl yes i love it talk to me about your masturbation practices not specifically but like what sort of things you would recommend right because i think obviously one could masturbate with their hands or with vibrators or other things like that so what sort of thoughts do you have around that? Because I do think, as you were pointing out, that masturbation is a really important part of this. Yes. And so I want to make sure that people are understanding like how they can do it in their own lives to maximize that experience. Yeah, it depends. It depends. For me now, because I've changed, like I've grown like a lot. Like when I started, I started with actually my shower head. Okay. And then I move on to like a little hand vibrator. Mm-hmm. But now that I've known better, right? I don't use um, the vibrator anymore. I just use like um, plastic crystal dildos. Okay. Talk to me about that decision. Yeah. The reason why I don't use vibrator anymore. And I'm just so so anybody out there using vibrators, 
you can, right? It's up to you. It's, I'm not telling you, you could make your own decision. I'm just telling you about me and then you could just think about it. What I noticed about the vibrator is that it was numbing, desensitizing my pussy, right? Mm. So that's the reason why I stopped using it. And I realized that after using it, it's like it, it, like it needs more force. It needs more force. So the more force and I was just feeling just, just numb. And I think that I was depending on the, the vibrator to come. And I just didn't want that. I, I, I didn't want that. So now I started to use, I use crystal. I use crystal dildos, right? And, you know, so now I'm not totally dependent on my tip, get a vaginal orgasm. So that was it. I use that crystal dildos. And I use my hand too. It depends. And one thing I want to say too, I don't, sometimes I just really don't want to even have an orgasm. It's about the whole touching and the pleasure. So it's not every yeah. time I guess or I want to. Sometimes I save my orgasm for maybe a month or something because I want to use my orgasm to manifest. Sometimes I save mm-hmm. it because I want it to be more like explosive. And sometimes yes. I just don't want to masturbate because I just want to just play with myself and just feel with myself. And then I just feel good. I think it does something. It raises your vibration yeah. when you kind of masturbate and circulate your sexual energy. I love that. Now you were talking about how vibrators potentially can desensitize Mm -hmm. your pussy. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that makes sense, right? And especially if you are and then engaging with another partner, Mm -hmm. that it might be harder for you to get off with another person because of the vibrator. Has that been your experience or the experience of your clients? Um, definitely, um, definitely. And mostly too, for a woman who wants to have vaginal orgasm, right? If you depend on the vibration, if you depend on your, um, just the sensation, it's going to be harder for you to have vaginal orgasm, right? Because you just, the neural pathways in the, the vagina, um, kind of just, what would I say? I want to say shut off, but they're not working because you're depending on like the, the plate. It's like you have like three gates, Right. So if you're depending on, so the clit would be the first gate. If you're depending on the clit, the other gates won't work because you're just opening this gate all the time. Mm -hmm. What are the other gates, girl? You're talking to a clueless gay man here that is learning a pussy 101 right now, girl. The clitoris is one gate. Then you have the G spot, which is another gate. Uh And then you have the internal, like the um, cervical orgasm, right? So that's another gate. Okay. So that's where women have like, three waters they would say three waters or three opportunities to have an orgasm i love that yeah okay girl i'm learning so much this is why i was so excited to talk to you today because i knew that you were going to be spitting so much interesting knowledge that i don't think a lot of people are aware of so i'm just so happy that we're having this conversation um okay so how do you feel like people can women can really find that power in their sexuality, right? We've talked about how religion and maybe some other external or societal pressures or learnings can kind of hinder women. How can women find their power and even become less sexually repressed? It's all start with like the conscious decision, right? And I think one of the things that we do we don't really get an education when it comes to sex, right? What we get in school where we know about the mechanic part of the vagina, like, oh, yeah, we have an opening. We don't go on further to learn more about ourselves and our body. So it's about learning. Like you have to take up a book, take a course, 
take a class to get coaching, right? Yeah. You, you have to learn. There is so much more modalities out there. And as a woman, if you want to tap into who you are, really know about your body, you have to learn. Get coached. I know you could read books, and I have no problem with people like reading books to like knowing stuff. But I think when you have like a, a mentor, a coach, a guide there with you along the way to kind of guide you, it is like so much better. Because yeah. what I think that could happen is that there is so much information overload that you get the information, but you don't put it into practice. When yeah. you have a mentor or a coach or somebody guiding you, right? Yeah, totally. The information, but you embodied, you embodied the information, right? So they said that knowledge, they keep, they, people say that knowledge is power. No, knowledge is not power. Is the fact that you put that knowledge, you practice that knowledge, you embody that knowledge, you do it every day, right? That is the power. I totally agree with you. It's the same with dating as well, right? Everyone has their own love journey, just like everyone has a different pussy, <laughs> right? That has its own experiences, that has its own healing that needs to be done and all of that. Do you have any exercises that my listeners can do at home to improve their own pussy power? Well, one of the first things is take your damn off, underwear off. You can make a ceremony of it if you want. Everything I, I do with a ceremony, right? And you could look into that wonderful pussy that you got there, girl. Just look into <laughs> it, right? Yes. This is something that guys or um, people are killing themselves over, right? And you're having it between your legs and you're not looking at it. Look at the power. Look at the power right there, right? Get to, to know it. Feel up on it. Feel up on your own pussy, as what Jay-Z says. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. You said feel up on your own dick, Jay-Z, but I'm putting it feel up on your own dick. Of course, of course. I love it. But definitely, I think I used to do it. I used to talk, I call it Pussy Selfie Wednesday. Uh-huh. Like, just take a, take a picture of your own pussy and just look at it throughout the day. Take a selfie. You don't have to send it to anybody, right? right. You just take a selfie and you just look at it. Um, observe it because... <laughs> It changed. the money could just change, but it's just nice to just look at it. Look at the intimate part of your body. We don't give it yeah. a lot of attention, so yeah. just look at it. So that is something simple that um you could do, and you could just say, "I do um pussy affirmation that I do every day." I don't call them pussy affirmation, but I call I, I put them on my Facebook where I I just stop I, I talk nasty. <laughs> I love the affirmations. What's one of your What's one of your favorite ones? Um, well, this is the one that I think people um, love so uh, much. I do different one of them. I would be like, I am horny. I have a man who busts my pussy wide open, busts my pussy mind and <laughs> wide open. <laughs> I think the last one I did, I said, my pussy connect to your dick like Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> Girl, I can't take it. I can't take it. Girl, your affirmations um, I kill so me. Hard. I need a squirt blanket. I just do different, a different one. I said, um, well, which one did I say a while ago? I said, um, big, strong dick floats to me easily, floats to my pussy easily. I just come up with. Uh, yes, manifesting it all, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. One of the other things that you had said earlier and when we were talking about your own journey was this kind of forgiveness letter to your pussy, which I think is so interesting and so fascinating because, you know, so many women out there, 
can't even look at it, let alone talk to it or communicate with it in a way that I think is very conscious, right? And so I just think that even doing that exercise is so important because even just thinking about my friends, right? Not only um, have they had interesting partners, which is energy, right? Inside of you. I tell my clients all the time, having sex with someone chemically bonds you to those individuals, right? And so that's why I'm telling people like, you want to be very careful about who you are having sex with and what sort of energy or chemical change state you are willing to have based on an individual. But one thing that I want to say is that this forgiveness letter is not just about, you said it, it was your womb healing, right? But I'm just thinking about my friends here who have had miscarriages or abortions or anything related to the vagina, pussy, cervix, womb, all of it. I just think it's, it would be so helpful to even just have that forgiveness letter. So I love that exercise that you, you told my listeners about, and I think it can be really helpful for them. Oh, yes. And, you know, they could do it too. You know, if they do an abortion or if they have a miscarriage, they could also um, do it right there, you know, because I think most of the time we, we hide or we put something behind the rug and we get healing when we face it, you know, you know, when we cry about it, when we name it, so we can move on. So when we face it, it's so much different. And just to get into one of my stories too, is that I also have a miscarriage where I, I didn't really even think about it. I was doing that wound healing thing. When I was writing the letter, I, during that time, like call my baby in, like, what was your name? You know, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to like meet you. Maybe there was a purpose why you were just here for this short time. Yeah. And I love you. I said, I love you. And I will meet, I will meet again, you know, and I thank him or her for blessing my, him. I thank him for blessing my womb. Right. And I yeah. just sit with it. I sit with that for a, a minute and I think. It helped me, right? Because I, I, not, I didn't really think I didn't. It was something that I didn't want to think about, or something. You know, when you something happened and you just like the door, push it on the rug. Yeah, oh, don't want to deal with it. I just bring it. You know, I would just open the door, just look at it. I sit with it and I acknowledge it. I know that the shame, the hurt, the pain, the emotion that was attached to it is just gone. And I think I, I was freer after I did it. I was free. Yeah. I was free and I was just lighter. And I, I think that's that. why I'm able to like just come on social media and just talk about all these things without any apprehension or any shame. And, you know, it's funny when people think that they could come on social media, say something to me, like, like shame me. I'm like, are you trying to shame me? I don't have any shame. I did with it already. I love it. Shameless. But that's how you have to be in life, in your dating life, in your sexual life. Meaning... You have to feel 100% confident in yourself. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely. You know, and I'm not afraid to tell people that I have a bad day or my energy is not like, ooh, all the yeah. time. But I see, I know my body, right? Yeah. So like I was telling you that I know my period is coming on. Yeah. So that vibrant energy that I was going to have, I know it's, it's like I'm going on the inside. Right? Yeah. Quieter and quieter. But I know that about myself. I love that. And I had an episode a couple of episodes ago about body and mind and being able to really listen to yourself. So many women out there try to like power through all of these things and not necessarily listen to their bodies when it comes to this. And I just feel like some of the masturbation work that you are talking about is so important and really be being like aligned and, and one with that energy. I wanted to ask you a general question because I know that there are a lot of women out there that have 
been sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. And I wanted to get your thoughts on what sort of work or words you had for those individuals, because it's so prevalent for for women uh, in terms of how to regain that power, right? That, that, That pussy power after it's been potentially violated. You know, that's one of the, the, the areas that I don't really like touch because I just, okay. so yeah, that's not my, what is, I, I don't know. I feel so much pain, so I don't really want to, to touch on that um, era. I'll send it to like somebody else who deals with trauma and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's pained my heart and a personal, I'm talking on a personal level now. Yeah. My heart because, you know, your first sexual experience, right. To not be traumatized right because what happened is that your body stored those memories mm-hmm. and what happened when you are hurt is like your body like when you're feeling violated or something is like your your body or your spirit is like it's separate because it are, are you dis, what would i say you separate from your body your body and soul separate because you don't want to come to terms with it because the pain is so strong yeah so yeah. that's you know, but I outside the realm. Yes, that is something that's just too heavy for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. Well, I generally ask my guests like how they got their guy, but I want to ask you kind of how you get your guys and how you choose the men that you have sex with. What are the things that are important that are on your list that these men need to check off before you decide to have sex with them? Oh my God. Consistency. Your words and your action have to be in alignment. Yeah. If your words and your action is not in alignment, then right there, that's a no-go. Your words is, I would say, the least expensive things that you have, right? So if you, what's coming out of your words, your mouth, which the breath, right? If you cannot fulfill that as a person then you're not true to you so you can't be true to me yeah and then you have to respect me (laughs) respect what does that mean to you you just have to respect me you just you have to respect my time and it could just be you know simple you you just know what i mean when you say just respect me you just respect the person that i that i am right definitely just, just admiration. Talk to me about that because there are some people out there that find it hard to be admired, right? And part of the work that you're talking about too is actually admiring your pussy. So how do you allow the admiration to come your way? What do you do specifically? <laughs> I'm going to laugh because you know I grew up in Jamaica, right? Uh-huh. So the, the, the culture there is, uh, is totally different. So from um, a little girl growing up, I mean, I know that a woman, what would I say? A, a woman receives, right? Mm-hmm. A woman, we, we, I'm taught in Jamaica that a woman receives. So that means receiving compliments. So I have, I have no problem with you walking on the street, guys. You say, hey, empress, hey, sexy, hey, whatever. And you just used to laugh and you feel good because it makes you feel good. So I had no problem um, like receiving. That's still embedded in me, Got right? It. Yeah. So, problem like receiving compliments because I laugh and I say thank you I I really say thank you and now I I start to say I receive that I really receive that with grace right 
but I also am respectful and honest. And I also love um, love. Love. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Admiration. We don't have to like fall all the way in love, but there have to be the consistency, the respect, the love. We have to have like, they have to understand like who I am as a person, right? Yeah. So they know who I am as a person. They know I'm a person who talk about um, pussy all the time. They know I'm a person who talk about spirituality all the time and say both of them are together for me, right? Yeah. Um, they know that I'm a, a businesswoman, that I'm a mom, right? Um, and they know all this stuff about me. So they have to respect all of that aspect about me and my time, just every, just everything. So they just respect everything about me. And when they come in, it's to just to further, just push me to empower me, to make me feel even better. If anybody's coming in to give me any form of, um, problems, burden, try to change me, that ain't going to work. Right. Exactly. And you know what? I know some people want to do like um, sex on the first date or those kind of things. And, mm. and people can do whatever they want. If you want to have sex with me or whatever, you could wait. I, I want to take some time to like get to know you. I'm not giving you up like say a three months or whatever, but I just right. want to take some time to just kind of just get to know you just to see if your actions and your words is still in alignment. Right. Yeah. And if we were meant to be, if we were meant to be two weeks from now, whatever, or three months from now, we could still be right. But I just think I need like a little time because I need a little time for me and your energy to, to, to mesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I hate when a stranger just touch me. I feel like they, they, they take something from my energy. Mm. Like I really feel it. I'm like, oh, this person come into my space. I don't know you yet. So just give me a little time for us, our energy to just think. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, Maroni, thank you so much for being with me today. Now, for the listeners that need to step up their pussy, yeah. right? How can they get in contact with you? How can they connect? Well, definitely Veroni Anderson underscore Love Catalyst. Um, Facebook is, it, is the place that I get me. And um, how do I to spell your first name for them so they know? V is in Victoria, E-R-O-N-I-E and Anderson. Um, back um, underscore love catalyst. So that's love um, and C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T catalyst. And I am on Facebook, Instagram, and also YouTube. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with me. I'm so appreciative of this conversation. And I know that so many listeners are going to get so many amazing pussy nuggets from this combo. And I'm just really excited for them to be able to be at one with something that they have maybe for a long time disassociated with. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I really uh, appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> Bye. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening to the Get Your Guy Coaching Podcast. If you like this episode and want to talk with me personally, please book a free consultation at www.getyourguycoaching.com slash apply or subscribe and leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talk soon.